The following is a presentation of ComedyVoices.com. Hey guys, today we're talking about macaroni and cheese and do balls really smell like peanut oil? You be the judge. Take a listen. You need something to get you through the workday? Well, good, because we've got a place for that. Check out ComedyVoices.com for the comedy podcasts that'll turn your daily grind into a marathon of laughs. Stand Up Labs and UCB Comedy lead the way with an array of shows that'll fill all your comedy needs. It's ComedyVoices.com, powered by digital media. Coming to you from the top of the Stand Up New York Comedy Club, this is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by ComedyVoices.com. Find your voice. Your heart will say, be glad again in the end. You know what? You know what, girls and boys? Fuck that! Fuck you! This is Randy Raven with Yamanika and Friends. Wake your ass up! Wow, ladies and gentlemen, um, today's episode is going to be a very fun-filled episode. I mean, already, we're not even 10 seconds into it. The attitude's so thick over here. <laughs> it's like bah humbug, okay? Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, today we are in the studio. We have Reggie sitting on the side. He's back in the building because he has a story that he has to tell with our guest, uh, Rosebud. Rosebud, how can I introduce you that would, would not piss you off? Because you're the last person I want to piss off since I've already pissed off Chloe, who is <laughs> silently stewing and brewing and looking at her Instagram right now. <laughs> um, I'm Rosebud Baker. I guess uh, my my podcast, Netflix, Campfire. That's it. I don't know. You got a podcast on Netflix? No, no, no. Oh, it's called Netflix Campfire? It, it's called Netflix Campfire. It's me and Menuhin. What does that mean? And Sam and Alex Pavone. Oh, that's a lot of niggas on that, <laughs> on that podcast. <laughs> Y'all get a word of edgewise? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of yelling over mm-hmm. each other. Um, but it's fun. It's really fun. We watch, we watch something on Netflix and we talk about basically... Our lives, like we talk about the movie for like, f- it ends up being like five minutes, and then we end up just talking about shit about the movie, about ourselves. What's your favorite movie? Uh, this year, how about this year, twenty fifteen? This year, uh, I don't know. I mean, I honestly like, I don't even like movies that much. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> what was the most recent movie you guys talked about in your podcast? Um, we watched Jaws. We had Cotton on and Derek. Mm-hmm. And we watched Jaws, and uh, which uh, Chris Cotton is the perfect candidate to be a victim on Jaws. He was he was talking about how Jaws killed Biggie. He like had this. <laughs> I can't, don't even. He went on for like what for like twenty minutes, like trying to back that up. And then we were like, "Well, what about Tupac?" And he was like, "Well, that's gang violence. That's fucked up." But I can't. <laughs> I like, can't. So this is our last show of the year, twenty fifteen. What do you guys have planned for New Year's Eve? I don't, I, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna go to Matchless, honestly. Oh really? Yeah. Matchless I is a so. Matchless is a, a a venue in Brooklyn that has a great comedy show, that's run by Becky Ed's fan. Did I say her last name right? Yes. Um, friend to the show. I thought it was Asta fan. I think I've been saying it wrong this whole it's time. Asta fan. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
<laughs> and Stella, you said ass to fan. Um, <laughs> That's exactly what I said. For for the new year, I will be at New York. Uh, I'm sorry, almost said New York Comedy Club. I will be at Stand Up New York. I will be doing the 8.30 and 10.30 show. Hosting? Um, it says I was hosting, but then I saw a flyer that said Judah Freelander will be hosting. <laughs> and I will be doing a spot. So come to Stand Up New York on New Year's Eve, and we'll figure out what I'm doing as the show progresses. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, my pay is going to be the same. Yeah, I'm not working this New Year's. I worked last year, and it was it was okay, but the club I was at uh, makes... They don't make you, but basically they make the host... They wrap the show up. The headliner wraps the show up with like a minute down to midnight, and then oh. as the host, I have to go back on, and then everybody does a champagne toast, and they turn the TV on to see the countdown, a ball drop. And then they and go I'm back just, up and do material? No, 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 no. Oh. The show is over, but then I'm, I'm just standing there by myself just singing um, New York, New York. Please give me a rendition of that. I don't know the fucking words. It just was on, you know, because they always play that song, yeah. New York, New York, when the ball drops. Yeah. If I can make it here, I'll make it anywhere. It's up to <laughs> you, New York, New York. old anxiety. Should all acquaintance Depending be on where they you play both of those. They play both of those. And never brought to But they always play Frank Sinatra's New York, New York. Should all But depending on where you are and what you're doing that night, I feel like that song could really put you over the edge. Oh, no, oh, it put me over the edge because I'm watching all of these couples kiss in the audience and I'm on stage myself. acting like I am so excited to be up there on that stage. Yeah. I do what I do. I make out with my hand. No, I, and you know what I did? I was like, let me just take my ass home before the streets get really crazy. So I just really got on a train. And I was home by like, mm, probably like 12.55. Have you ever rung in the new year on a train? No. Oh, God. I did one year. I got stuck. I was on my way to a friend's house out in Brooklyn. They live off of Avenue Q. Ooh, that's <laughs> deep into Brooklyn. They so deep. I, I passed farms and all kinds of shit. <laughs> and I happened to be on the train New Year's Eve when it rung in. And it's the most depressive place to be on the train. It was like five other people and some homeless guy. And he didn't give a fuck. And I was like, damn, I'm ringing my New Year's Eve with these people. That was 2013. Um, and I think 2013 wound up being a fucked up year for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the most fucked up year of my life, a hundred percent. Really, I, I feel like they say they say that where you are on the new year, it it like um, I don't know sets it the tone, sets for, the like tone the for the rest of the year, right? That, I guess I could because I I thought that when I was like, wow, me I've been having only been doing comedy for five years, well four years at that point, and working on New Year's she Eve. She keeps saying the same thing, bitch. You ten years in now. No, I'm not. She keeps saying I'm five years old. Uh, no, no, no. At the time, I was only doing comedy no, for No, but to <laughs> add four years in to think like, wow, I'm hosting New Year's Eve at a major club. That's yeah. crazy. Hopefully, this means more work. And it, I mean, it, it, it ended up happening that way. I don't know if they're both connected, but I don't know what I'm doing this year. Shit, I need to find something good then. Maybe I should just be sucking dick on the clock <laughs> like midnight and get me a husband in 2016. <laughs> That's what you should do. You're not working. Not working. Just be ringing it in, yeah. ringing it out. What do you want out of 2016? Um, 2016, I would like to land a television or film project. Well, you have a TV project. Well, yeah, but I, you know, I would like to, to keep it going. Mm. Also, I think I would like to have a manager or agent at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Just to help me along the way. I'm, I'm not saying I'm clueless, but you know, you want to start getting bigger, bigger looks. So you want, you know, people behind you, I guess. Yeah. Well, I just got turned down by three major agents. So Mm. you can pick them up. (laughs) 
I love how Yamanika thinks that if she don't get something that I should get it and vice versa. <laughs> like we the only two black women that's working for something. <laughs> In a land far yeah. away, these two black women yeah. pop they way. Everything is like, well, they, the industry. they don't like me, so you gonna get it. <laughs> and I feel like we two different... Spectre's a black woman. I feel like, oh, you, oh, you wasn't, in, you wasn't ready for a super nigga. Well, I got a light nigga for you that you really you gonna love. love. Rosebud, do you feel that way as a as <laughs> a white like, woman in comedy? Do you feel like you you have to categorize yourself? Um, or a you, little. Do you fight? Are you fighting the trend of like the airhead blonde chick who's like I? I don't think I come off as that. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think I could be put into that category based on. Uh, the same thing that I experienced with the in the acting world, mm-hmm. you know, like I was never going to be the ingenue because I have this this voice. Yeah. So it's I and I have like my voice has a, a certain amount of like experience behind it, like Middle yeah. Street. Yeah, like I've been through some shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's uh, so I don't really feel like I have to fight that, you know, mm-hmm. thing. Um, but I do feel like there's a lot of. There's a lot more women now than there were in comedy, and there's uh, uh, th- that's been my experience. But I don't feel like I'm in competition necessarily. Yeah. And we talked about this briefly last night. You were an actress or actor. What do yeah. you prefer, actor? A- actor? I don't, actor. I don't really care. They don't really do. They say actress anymore. They, they're not. They say not to. Like it's not politically correct. I don't really. I don't care. Okay. I've never really. How long were you an actor? Um. In New York for ten, I was still I still am doing it. Uh, ten years, mm-hmm. so I've done a bunch of indie films. I've done uh, some TV. I did like a <laughs> there's a lot of damn chips. Yamanika is eating chips. She's trying to be just a bag like, of chips cascading so onto the table. Yamanika is trying to be. Uh, <laughs> quiet with the chips so she figured she would just dump them on the table so she can eat them but that's the most chips I've ever seen in a bag of chips ever in my life that's true that at least you were you were eating them since the start of the show seven minutes in and it's still a whole bag of chips left did you give me crunches no but I mean no back to you Rosebud oh um what was I saying? So I did. I did like Ten some years indie acting, films. Yeah. yeah, I did some like some TV. I did a reality show. I did. Oh, you did? What yeah. show was that? It was called Girls Who Like Boys Who Like Boys, and it was like straight women and their gay best friends. Like, was it on Logo? Uh, no, it was on Sundance Channel. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I did that uh, the first season of that, and then they had a second season, and I think it got canceled after the second mm-hmm. season. Um, and then uh, some Discovery Channel stuff, and and some off Broadway plays. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, like I, I basically, I got to this point. It was actually 2013. I had like this actory boyfriend, and we broke up. And I was like, I, uh, I can't even fucking do this anymore. Like mm-hmm. I just hated, I hated all of our friends that we had together. Like I, it was one of those things where you know when you break up with somebody and you just you want to divorce everything that had to do with that person. Yeah. Right. I, I was like, I'm just never gonna act again. Um, I don't want to be around actors. Uh, I'm gonna be a social worker. I'm gonna be a dog trainer. I, I was like, I'll be something else. And then uh, you know Michael Blaustein. He mm-hmm. he was the one because I've been friends with him for like a decade now. He was like, you should try comedy. Like you should try and do wow. it. And uh, so I tried that. I tried comedy, and I I basically got like hooked um, pretty immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, Where was the first place you did comedy? Where was your first place you did comedy? It was uh, some place called like. coffee cafe or something in austin texas i was driving across the country with my best friend 
She had just broken up with her boyfriend. I had just broken up with mine. She was moving to Arizona. I was like, I'm going to drive with you there. From New York to Arizona. From New York, yeah. And I was like, and I'm going to try comedy on my way. Did your friendship last that? Oh, yeah, we're still best friends. We talk all the time. Yeah, because me and my best friend, she's like, I want to drive across the country. And I was like, I don't know if I can make it across the country. It was amazing. It was like the best how long, experience. How much time did you give each other? Like, I mean, how much time did you get yourself for the actual trip? Um, we did it in, I think, nine days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, That's- we stopped along the way. We went to, like, we went to uh, Graceland, which is the saddest place on earth. Really? Don't ever go there. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. There's this one room with, like, Elvis's Christmas tree up. Like, his Christmas tree is still up, and it's the saddest thing I've ever seen. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was, like, really depressing. Um, and then just a lot of, like, really sad old Elvis fans that, like, can't let go, um, you know? Um, but is the place nice, or is it, like, a dingy 1970s it was palace? Like, it was really dingy. Like, when you walk into Dangerfields, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It had that feeling of, like... Very dark and Yeah, and- yeah. Is it a big house? I mean, it was big for back then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not, like big anymore mm-hmm. um uh because there's just like super wealth now yeah but we just went we went everywhere we went to new orleans we got like our palms read by like a tarot reader who like completely insanely predicted my next year like on the nose really yeah it was crazy because like i was listening to i remember on this trip we were listening to Mulaney's album mm-hmm. new in town mm-hmm. like the whole way uh, on pandora and the guy was like you're gonna have a change of career you're going to meet somebody in your field who's kind to you, who's, like, going to love you, blah, 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 And we were listening to Melania on the way in and then, like, on the way out. And, like, I came back to New York, started doing comedy, met Seton. And then, like, two weeks later, Seton was like, yeah, I'm going to be on Melania. Wow. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, it, I just remembered that tarot reader. Yeah. And I was like, this is insane. Like, that, I mean, some people are like, okay, well, your bullshit is just lining up perfectly. Mm-hmm. But I, I really sincerely believe in that shit like I believe in it too Yamanika is going to call in the blood of Jesus to cover us <laughs> you right? know but I do believe that we are intuitive beings and yeah. that there's energies that you can read and some people may be more in tune than others yeah absolutely everybody go ahead and object go no ahead. I'm not a one object. I just I don't I don't dip into it because I know people can see certain things and, and that you may or may not we should not know or see, you know, so I rely on the Lord. Yeah. You know. But you're um, spiritual. You're a spiritual person. We had like a long mm-hmm. conversation. Yamini yeah, can get super spiritual once. when she's drunk at a party. That's what it was. She was drunk I know, at a party. And were, it was we rooftop. talked about God for like two hours. It was yeah. at the rooftop. Yes. I was, yeah. yeah. And I left you right there to have that conversation. It was a beautiful her. conversation. Listen. Um, <laughs> the blood that Jesus <laughs> shed. <laughs> For me, way. Do you have the name of the tarot card reader? Because I need to fin- figure out my Calvary. life. I do. It's like Darren. You, Darren, you yeah. get this information? Yeah. Oh, you I still call him? <laughs> me How much does it cost? He was like 40, 40 bucks. Be a phone day. too? Yeah. Yeah. It will I'm sorry. Never lose. You just apologize for your phone ringing. She's singing. It's I know. While you're talking. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt because, you your know song. What it is? I got this the Lord, her fucking moment. The yeah. Lord has to. Don't go back to these people. Don't let these people tell you what your future is. You you're gonna you're gonna find out. Lo and behold. But, but, but nobody's telling me. No, nobody's no. telling me what my future is. Basically, they are reading potentials and they're saying, "This is what I'm picking up from you." 
This is like what you I'm know, getting from that you. That information, whether if they someone give sat it you to down you, and said, "Here I is your future husband," them tell this is what your kids are going to be like. Me, anything. You would be yeah, so into it. No, I would not. Absolutely not. Are you because, serious? No, no, no. Because the Lord said we're not supposed to know our future. We're not supposed to know that. Listen, there. there um, when um when Paul was on the road to Damascus, I mean, isn't supposed to kind of an iffy word though? It is. You're not supposed to eat shellfish. <laughs> That's part of the Old Testament. We are now. <laughs> you no, no, no. Yes, we are. We are the Ark of the Covenant. No, because because of the New Testament. No, I don't get me tied up. I'm I'm saying whether you knew this information, that's good. It's right. It's good. So you have a story to tell. But whether you whether that person told you this or not, those things were going to happen in your life. Absolutely, I believe that too. And Un- unless you fuck it up. Unless you, I feel like this. Mm, I feel no. like you know how there's like Murphy's Law, like everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's more along the lines of like everything that can go right will go right if you let it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you get out of your own way and but you stay thing, out of your own yeah. way. So my thing is you said that 2013 was your worst year, but that's the year that you met your boo. Uh, right? Yeah. Oh, wait. So maybe it was 12, 2012. I don't remember But maybe it could have been a, you, listen. I guess maybe I, it could have been a start. 2012. Bad. Let me tell you something about this uh, Oprah Winfrey over here, Barbara Walters, the black <laughs> Barbara Walters and the white Oprah Winfrey. Um, <laughs> she loved to get some information. You can't give her no dates, honey, because all she does is try to fact track. And then you go back and ask her, what was she doing in 1985? And she don't realize she was 40 years old trying to pretend she was 12. <laughs> so... <laughs> I heard your story, the dates, none, none, of, none of that, none of that matters. None <laughs> I'm of it matters. Gonna call, like, I'm going to call a guy. Give me his information. I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him. I would love to know what 2016 brings for me. I'll give you his number. Yeah. He lives in Virginia now. Oh, he left New Orleans? Yeah, he Why? left what New happened? Orleans. I don't know. I have no idea. Probably because he gave somebody some bad information. He had to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> How would you? I would never move Now, what was he to doing Virginia. in New Orleans? No. Was, was he telling them about the levees breaking? No, uh, no, okay, no. Well, he didn't Ten know that ago. shit. He moved it, there it after. Was How many damn psychics is in New Orleans when the levees broke and none of them niggas saw that shit? I call shenanigans. That's actually kind of a good call. Kind of a reasonable point. I feel like yeah, that's a reasonable point. Yeah, yeah. But my thing is, if you don't believe in fortune tellers, you're not gonna believe in one telling you that levees is. But nobody still nobody said nothing. Nobody said nothing. Good counterpoint. But did you hear anything about people saying somebody told me and I didn't listen? Nope. You heard nothing. No, no. Nobody's gonna say that. They told people to leave and they said I'm not leaving my house. I don't feel like a dumb levees. No, no. The no. The government told them to leave after the fact. Not psychics. No, but what I'm saying is, is even if the government who should know that the levies ain't going to stand up, tell you to leave and you say, no, I'm staying. No, that's I did, I'm not fault. refuting that. But what I'm saying is that doesn't mean that there were psychics out there telling people to leave. There's no cases of that. But that none of them psychics said a but thing. But who's going to document swimming. a case of a psychic telling them that they should have left? <laughs> oh, that would be a big story. I'm who's like, going to write that, that shit down? Copy. They would be on um, hard copy. I don't think that's the first thing. Who are you talking about? But they would be on hard copy. No, no, no. I don't think when your house is underwater. No, they would somebody would have said no. I, a psychic told me to get out and I didn't listen to them now all no, I'm gonna do is hear a psychic not when their house is fucking I'm 15 feet underwater you. nobody's gonna be like I should have listened to the psychic my house is 15 plenty feet underwater plenty of people would say that you don't understand <laughs> everybody was trying to get camera time during that time okay there is probably a group of people that like met up afterward and they were like I should listen to that psychic yeah, yeah probably. you know what I should contact that psychic and ask him what the deal was. I don't know if he was there 
while it was happening or well, afterwards? He just moved Do you know? Have you ever so speaking of tarot cards? It was a tarot reading. Or no, let's not, tarot, tarot let's, palm palm tarot palm palm let's not speak of tarot reading. Let's not speak of Have you ever let Kate, Kate Wolf read your? Oh yeah, Kate, Kate, Kate and I are like yeah. Is she, Kate Wolf is a comic. We need to have her on the show. Is she? Is she good? Invasion of privacy on this network. She's so good. All right, maybe I should just have Kate Wolf do it. She's trying to. Kate Wolf used to do it in like a New York comedy club. She used to stand at the bar and read people's tarot cards. Is she trying to fight away the spirits? She's trying to rebuke the name of terrorism in the name of Jesus. But precious Jesus, we have the victory. That's hysterical. So you know what I did? I took my life into my own hands this week. It better not be no. No, no, no. I took my life into my own hands this week. I went to Chipotle. Did you? I did. I ate Chipotle. No, but it was only in California no. and um, I, Ohio. See, this is what I You know, if you had gone it. back in there and been like, uh, I didn't know about the E. coli, um, and they were like, oh, well, it was in California, and you, you could have just been like, yeah, but you should have said something, and they would have given you your money back. Too. Really? Yeah. Well, I was I there. I feel like only white people know that hustle. <laughs> like, are you generalizing? Like, I actually all learned white it. Yeah, I'm saying all white people. All, because, oh, you, you know, saying all white people. I learned that from a Jewish friend. I learned that from a Jewish friend. How did you know that was a thing? <laughs> and and this is the thing. Motherfuckers going to places that you don't contaminate it so they can get free mood. You didn't tell me that this taco well, meat let me was actually ready. I, but I've debated, too, because I was hungry. And, you know, as you know, I'm vegan. So I'm oh, very, as we know, I'm very specific about I what I can. And look at her head. Do she look like she's vegan? 12 uh, gorillas had to die yeah. for her to have that damn shit on her uh, head. Uh, gorillas are vegetarians. So, <laughs> I'm telling you, they are gorillas is vegetarians. They are. All, yes. the, all gorillas is vegetarians. Yeah, yeah. You are damn lie. I'm not. It's you don't very think a gorilla rare, very, 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 very rare cases. Well, how come the gorillas ate Jane Goodall's ass then if they was motherfucking no, gorillas? Jane Goodall's still alive. Thank you. Very Did much. she get killed by no, no, Jane, Jane Goodall's alive? What's what you talking about the lady who had her face chewed off by a yes, chimpanzee? Because she had a chimpanzee as a yes, pet. Yes, yeah. In and her it wasn't, house it wasn't in the her. Suburbs. It was her friend. It was her friend's chimpanzee. That oh, you know about off. that, but you don't know about the little fifteen-year-old black boy that was accused of raping a little white girl that got, got every off. day. A black man is accused of rape, raping a white girl. So <laughs> I don't know which one you're talking about. Anyway. <laughs> I walked into Chipotle because I was hungry and I was like, I can get a, 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 like a bean burrito bowl, right? And then yes. I A bean it. burrito bowl. It don't even exist. Yeah. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It does not. <laughs> does not. There's no bean burrito bowl. Yes, no there is. Chipotle. Yes, there is. You make your own burrito <laughs> no, and you just tell them not, I want black this beans. This is not Burger King. You don't make it your way. What the fuck are you talking about, bitch? I'm it's telling a, you. It's a buffet no, of things that you I pick from. There, as you all know, so you I mean to tell me that I can't? I want, I want everybody to I get in these the comments and drag Yamanika by don't the last thread of her me. weed because <laughs> this bitch is trying me right now. Talking about I cannot just have a bean burrito only. You cannot just have no bean burrito option. No damn. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I want you to look it up and I want you to apologize. Too. On the next episode of the show, I apologize right now if I see a bean burrito option. So, between from the power of the internet, I can apologize now if I'm wrong. Yeah, you can pick what kind of burrito you want. You pick veggie beans. Let me tell you, veggie beans. The bur- different types of meat that you see. have there. Anyway, so you went in there and you ate it. So I stood online, but I was waiting online and I was like, damn. I was, I was, and I was like, shit. How come this isn't as crowded as it normally is? Yeah, because normally, like between like twelve and four in Chipotle, you waiting at the door to yeah, get inside. Yeah, it's crazy. And then I took like two steps forward and I was like, oh shit, that fucking E. coli stuff. Um. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to apologize to Chloe Hill. <laughs> <laughs> 
Chipotle B burritos uh, <laughs> do exist. Thank you. I'm sorry, baby. I appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> um, but then I was like, I'm really hungry, so I, I'm just gonna have to fucking tough it out. Yeah. But that's. I mean, but now what's gonna happen with um you're Chipotle? Just, is, just gonna tough out the eco. Yeah, yeah. Just gonna tough it out. Gonna but tough I want to know out. why it only went to certain places. Do they send me to it's certain? Local, because what they do is they pride themselves on using local farmers. Mm, so mm. now what they say they're gonna do is that they're gonna centralize it. They're not gonna use local farmers because why? Because, because of that? Because of damn quality control. But was you it the farmer's fault or was yes, it like it's the farmer's fault? Mm-hmm. But why don't they just get rid of that farmer? Then use because somebody you else. Can't, I mean, that's checks so and balances. So now they're gonna. They're basically gonna go to the whole like McDonald's thing where they keep the cows in a fucking cage well See, they're gonna uh, i think it i think shit. it really was just like it was just lettuce it was lettuce and tomatoes i don't know if it was actual meat i think the coli situation happened from the produce that they couldn't because what happens is fecal matter flows into the like the farms and if there's a cow farm or anything nearby the water supply gets damp you know so they don't right. they can't control that so i think that they're going to centralize all of their production of like the lettuce and tomatoes and whatnot so the prices may go up or it may not taste as good or i don't know i feel like the i mean it's i feel like they're probably gonna just take it and put it into like a whole they're gonna make it a fast food like a regular fast food place yeah which i mean it probably was already. You know what I mean? Well, it was. What, what happened was they were independent and then they got bought by McDonald's and McDonald's kind of started doing the bullshit of cheapening the food and then they bought themselves out of McDonald's. Mm. So well, I, I watched, did you watch the documentary? Um, it's called Chipotle on um, Netflix. That's something y'all should. <laughs> yeah, I love no, how you is, say Chipotle. It, it's it, Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle. Chipotle. Apologize to me. No. Apologize to me. For what? It is Chipotle. It's Chipotle. Yeah, I said Chipotle. No, you did not say Chipotle. All right, fuck it. So who gives a fuck? It's Chipotle. It's Chipotle. Okay, it's a T in it, bitch. I don't know whether it's before the L or after the L, but who gives a fuck? Okay. I didn't know this was a damn SAT motherfucking question. I'm just saying. Huh? 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 Shit. Huh? What you, they damn ambassador? No, I'm just saying. Now, to, I forgot my damn point. But I said, the oh, documentary no, I watched the documentary. And they said they followed the, they, they followed the um, format, the business format mm-hmm. of McDonald's. Or was it McDonald's followed their business format? Some, one of them two, whatever. But you're right. They did buy themselves back out from McDonald's because of the shit McDonald's going putting it yeah. through because they didn't want to do that but listen here's is the reality you want to have integrity as a small business and you want to say i want to have organic food and good food for people and blah, blah. but the reality is the more the bigger the demand the more you have to do shim shammy shit because you cannot give good quality to millions of people you can give mediocre quality so it's basically m- greed well i think it's not it's this it's the it's like this because they could make plenty of money. Let me tell you like this. One of my favorite places when I go to LA is Fat Burgers. And Fat Burgers. That place is the shit. Oh my God, I love them. They that's make why, But that's your, why they're not national. Right, because yeah. they make your burger yeah. when you order your burger. I mean, that they don't even put the meat, the meat, they pup the meat together. Oh, that's not as frozen. They pull the meat, it's real. It's, and they say, if you want fast, Go to McDonald's, but you also gonna get bullshit ass quality. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So we don't have the patience in this fast paced world to sit down. Now, when I go to Fat Burger, I'm waiting at least ten, at least yeah. to get that. And heaven forbid, I ask something else like I want fries and all that shit. So, but I I love the good quality of the food. Yeah. You have people now. Why does it take so long to my burger? 
Right. And then if you want to keep your people appeased and happy, you're going to have to now forgo the fresh meat because you're going to have to have some patties ready. Right. So these people, so it cuts down the time. And it, so that's what I'm saying. Like, we complain about not having good quality and wanting good quality. But if you really want good quality, you're going to have to wait. Sacrifice time. For, time. Yeah. Right? You have to wait for it. You have to wait for that freshness. You have to wait for that goodness. You have to wait for that, you know, so. It's like how in New York they say you can have something fast, cheap, mm-hmm. or good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can only pick two of those You things. can either have it made by um, the people that authentic. Okay, authenticity. Authenticate. Auth- I can't even say it. Authenticity. <laughs> no, not authenticity. Authenticate. 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 Thank Jesus. you. Come on in. Come on, vowels. Come on, pro. And I felt like I was having a stroke as I was saying it because I was like, I can hear it and could not. Okay. Get it out of my mouth. You were looking at us like you were having <laughs> like, a stroke. You were like, help like, me. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> or you can get it from, from, from Mexicans in the back. Yeah. <laughs> now, depending on where you go, I only eat places that got Mexicans in the back. Because I'm going to tell you, I don't give a fuck what Mexicans make. They're going to make that exact dish. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if it's Italian. They're going to make the best Italian shit you ever seen. Even Mexican food, whatever, Asian food. Mexicans know how to make the shit right. Wait, but you were saying that there's a documentary about Chipotle. Now, niggas, on the other hand, if I see more than three niggas in the back cooking anything, I'm out. Because I know the shit's going to be wrong. They're not following the recipe to tea. <laughs> Somebody making shortcuts. They done decided instead of using paprika, they just going to use red salt. I can't. Okay. <laughs> And that's I saying, love my people. Are you saying all black people? I'm saying all more. Than, I'm saying more than ten uh, black people know, in the back of, this, of the right? kitchen. Of this. Shit's <laughs> getting fucked up, okay. and tell the NAACP to come for me, okay? <laughs> and then I dare you to go anywhere where there's more than ten black people in the back and see if them order don't get fucked up. I'm just saying <laughs> sometimes Mexicans are better than us, and that's on record. I can't. I can't. What other group of people you know, no matter what restaurant you go to, that even if you, if I see some Asian people in a soul food restaurant, I'm like, get the fuck out of there because they gonna fuck it up. Mexicans are the only people I know, no matter what the dish is, they back there, they making that shit the best shit you done ever damn tasted. So you saying all you, Mexicans? Do you know how good of a preacher she would be? Absolutely, all Mexicans. Okay. She's she you you get so behind the stuff. I'm that so you, behind and I, it, and I know you're like coming up with it as you're oh, saying. Oh no, it's absolutely. I'm, I, the, and let me say this a disclaimer to the Mexican community. Just like, I am not saying all you niggas belong in the back of kitchens because I know how motherfuckers misconstrued shit. I'm just saying I have more confidence when I see 10 Mexicans in the back. I don't give a fuck if it's an Ethiopian restaurant that the shit's going to taste right because they done got, they give a fuck. Then if I see 10 black people, I'm like, uh-uh, something going to be wrong. Something going to be burnt. Something going to be missing. Somebody done substituted something for something else. Have we ever told the story how you almost got arrested over mac and cheese? I will tell that story. You got, but she oh almost got God. arrested over macaroni and cheese. She went to a black restaurant in Brooklyn and showed her ass over some macaroni let, and let cheese. Me, let me, you showed let me, your let ass? Let me, did we ever tell the story, Chris? I think no, I've the never story. heard it. You never heard the story? Here. Ladies and gentlemen, let's sit down. Was and I'll answer your question about the, the, the documentary in a second. Let's sit yes, down. Forget this the documentary. Is, this is the documentary. Why don't we wait a second oh, and then we'll tell. So, ladies and gentlemen, I had gone to a spa. Let's just 
put that out there. And I was at the most relaxed that I had ever been in my life. I had a full body massage. I sat in the steam room and the sauna and I was feeling good. And as most big bitches do after they leave the spa, they get hungry. You know, when you get detox, you get hungry. Yeah. And I had a desire for macaroni and cheese like I had never had in my life. Macaroni and cheese is my, one of my favorite things in the world. And I really wanted some good, old-fashioned. Slave meat. Slave. Fuck the mass that well, you turned the butter. like the block cheese. Not even like no fancy. Like yeah, the you want old, cubes of cheese staring back at you in your face. Like, I'm going to tear cubes. your asshole up I wanted tonight. to be the ratio. <laughs> I wanted to be 99% cheese and 1% noodle. Yeah. Okay. And with the burnt little pops on the, the top. The burnt pops. I will share my recipe with y'all at the end of the story. White for macaroni like, I, don't, I don't want to throw this on you, but do white people make baked macaroni and cheese or y'all southern. Stole, southern, southern? Southern white people, white people do. Uh, where are you from? I'm from Virginia. Oh, okay. Oh, my yeah, family's so. from Texas. I'm from Virginia, but like Northern Virginia. Okay. Oh, good. So your family make this part. You don't know. You don't, do you know the whites of white, West Virginia? Oh, I haven't watched it. Oh my God, watch that documentary. You'll never want to go back home again. Honestly, it's that's terrifying. To West me, Virginia to is so different from Virginia. There though, is like. no, I have to say, no trash worse than white trash. Because I've mm. my family, there are members of my family that are uh, just. So how do they feel about you being with a black guy? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the realest answer. That's the realest answer. I have no idea. I'm not in touch with like most of them. Okay. I literally, my cousin just had her second kid, still doesn't have a house. Like, no. <laughs> oh, that sounds like me. She I got, just had my second kid, ain't got a house. She got a pregnancy, like a cast made of her belly, mm-hmm. you know, like a pregnancy cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you going to make that your roof? I don't know where the <laughs> fuck you're going to hang that shit. Because the thing that people don't realize, if you live outside of New York, LA, Chicago, Seattle, like, there's really no reason for you not to at least live in a house not yeah. own it but yeah. you know like a, a house is like an apartment in New York City right like you rent a house you can yeah. get a house I saw a house for so cheap in Maryland I almost want to commute here every day yeah and it's ridiculous it's ridiculous how go get a house and if you need if you need um any help and, and resources Chloe uh, is a good resource she love <laughs> investigating <laughs> shit and, and find her so hit Chloe up at I'm always in really? your business dot com what you want to buy a uh, house no I mean maybe Chloe will help Chloe is a journalist so I, I can get information very easily I don't care what it is that you anybody. need to know Chloe know it heard about it or know somebody that heard or knew about it she's a Capricorn she has yeah. connections yeah you know, <laughs> he's just a nosy wombat. No, but no. okay, back to your macaroni and cheese, sir. Okay. Also, so, what? When was this? This was six years ago. Yeah, about six years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, we were in Brooklyn. I and wasn't there for the record. I was not there. Chloe wasn't there. We already, were not friends already, at this point. The royal, the royal. Week. She already yeah. distanced herself from the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I didn't even know you like that. <laughs> I was actually with another comic who I would love when she's in town to verify this story. Um, Erica Watson. And uh, so we um, we went. There was a soul food. So it's soul food places all around. We went to some soul food place, and um, I said we can get macaroni and cheese here. 
So we get to the place. No, no, no. What happens is you call. You were on the no, search wait, for Mac wait, and Cheese. Wait, no, we're on, we're on the, we did on the search, but we went. She knew a couple places offhand that had okay. soul food. So we we went to this one place that was supposed to have soul food. I mean, they had nothing but soul food. They were just they were like an hour away from closing. They said, "Oh, well, you know, because I think it was like the first or the fifteenth welfare yeah. day." So it they were like, "Oh, well, you know, on the first or fifteenth, they know you can't get no macaroni and cheese." <laughs> That's what they said. So they didn't have no macaroni and cheese at this place. They were so out. A macaroni and cheese. So they sent us today. Uh, they have another location a, a couple blocks down. So we uh-huh. went to another location. This nigga had macaroni and cheese sitting there, but was like, I, he not selling it because he putting together a plate. That's why I said more than 10 niggas in the kitchen, don't leave. Because <laughs> this is only, in the, only niggas. <laughs> only niggas. We'll see a paying customer come to the door. And still so busy fixing their damn plate to go home <laughs> that they not even buying the shit. I don't. I know the nigga that owned the place. Didn't know that these niggas was you? squandering <laughs> his macaroni and cheese profits six years ago. So very wrong. He's very feeling real. it like it's yeah. happening I, right now. I'm in six. You know that's what I'm saying. Like I love my people, but this why we can't move forward as a company. Okay, blacks. A you company ain't a of company of black. Okay. Because white people, if a white person was there, they could have been eating the macaroni. They would have spit it out to sell it to me. Not niggas. <laughs> it's sitting there. So you left. It's sitting there. I said to the man, I said, what about the macaroni and cheese right there? Oh, no, because we got to fix our plates for the evening. The workers got to fix. I said, you got to fix. You can't sell. I'm a paying customer. That's, yeah, that's the nigga business. Putting cornbread and shit. This is a plate for mama and papa and them and everybody at the damn Walton family. So that's restaurant number two. I couldn't believe it was restaurant number two. Mm. We went somewhere else. They didn't have it. Some shit. They didn't have it. So I said, listen, we going to get on Yelp. I think Yelp was just popping then. And we going to, was it Yelp or Google? Why did we search? I said, let's search because I'm, I said, I'm, I'm getting this, ma- I mean, I'm getting this macaroni and cheese. Called a couple places they didn't have it they, or they about to close. No, we ain't got no macaroni and cheese. We about to close. This one place, what's the name of the place again? The, the Five Spot. The Five Spot. In Brooklyn. The Five Spot in Brooklyn. Call. Get on the phone with this girl. Okay. Yeah. And I said, listen, um, I said, listen, uh, I want macaroni and cheese. And I mean, I want macaroni and cheese like you would never believe. <laughs> Do you have macaroni and cheese? She said, yes. I said, okay. Do you have a lot of macaroni and cheese? Because we're going to come out. I don't want to hear. Well, we ain't got no she more now. Like, what the we fuck ain't this and that with no macaroni and cheese. No, we got macaroni and cheese. Okay, good. You got some? Yes, we'll have some when you get here. Okay, cool. I said, uh, how the bar was the, the, I said, the restaurant over here, they were staying open to like midnight. It was like nine o'clock or something like that. Eight o'clock something. I said, listen, I'm making a reservation for four. Not now with the crinkling of these damn bags, okay? <laughs> so I'm making a reservation for four people. She said, okay, what's your name? I said, macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad I didn't want her to fuck up. I said, I'm not even giving you my name. I want you to know how much I want this macaroni and cheese. Put it under macaroni and cheese. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't care what you better put. I bitch, can't. that want macaroni and cheese, macaroni and cheese, bitch. Put it under <laughs> mac because we coming here. Put it. I said, you don't understand. And my friends are there, yeah, girl, please, because she want this macaroni and cheese. And she knew the girl said, no, I got you. I feel you. I feel you. I got you. I got you. I got you. She immediately went to her manager and was like, I don't know what's about to come in here. <laughs> right. We have a problem she on our hands. Whatever she did, it, it should have been, let's have macaroni and cheese. Right. We get to the spot, okay? The girl is there that I spoke to. I said, I, did I speak to you? I'm macaroni and cheese lady. She said, <laughs> oh, yes. She said, we got a spot for you. Come on in. We got you. I said, okay, because you know I want macaroni and cheese. Oh, no, I got you. I got you. I said, okay, girl. We sit down, and there's a DJ playing there at the time. All loud and shit. Ain't but six of us in there. I don't know why he playing like he at the damn Madison Square Garden DJing the New Year's Eve party. Okay? But it was he scratching his shit for his life. But fuck it. So what? I deal with it. I'll let my ears bleed. Because I want these macaroni and cheeses. Okay? Cheeses. Then. Coral, that's when the niggas when then, then, then she come out with the menu. I'm like, fuck the menu. I already know what I want. Okay? I get two sides with my dish. At the time, I was eating meat. Okay? <laughs> Shut up, Chloe. <laughs> I ordered fried chicken. And I said, give me a side of macaroni and cheese. And I went, I said, mm, two sides. <laughs> Both my sides I wasted on macaroni and cheese. That's how much I wanted macaroni and cheese. Fuck a yam. Fuck a collard green. <laughs> give me two orders of macaroni and cheese. Matter of fact, and macaroni and cheese for the table. <laughs> okay, she's taking the order. Okay, okay, okay. We sit there for 20 minutes. I said, okay. Maybe they're making this shit to order or whatever. 10 more minutes. We said it 10 more minutes. Nothing. No. And I finally said, let me order a drink. I ordered a, uh, some type of a cocktail. <laughs> And then I said, well, damn, they ain't brought nothing out, no water, no this and this and that. I said, but they niggas, so they don't know how to do customer service. A guy came about 40 minutes in. Okay, your meal's about to come out. Here's your cornbread. He brought us cornbread for the table. He told us, 40 minutes later? 40 minutes later, bring us cornbread mm -hmm. for the table. And I said, okay, well, this will hold me over a little bit. I get to cut. The cornbread was so cold. The cornbread was shivering. He had to bring it out with a blanket. <laughs> and not only was the cornbread cold, and I put the butter on it, the butter froze because the cornbread was so... I said, sir, can you come get this? Can you put this cornbread in the oven or something? I don't understand why. The cornbread is so cold. And it's dry and everything. I said, well, you know what? Let me not argue with him. I said, you know what? Fuck it. I said, just can you find out what's up with the meal, when the meal coming out, the meal coming out? <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> my heart start, you know, I start to feel that old timey feeling. She come out, the girl come out, and she whispers something to my friend. And all I know, my friend said, Oh no. Oh no. Oh God. <laughs> oh no. She said, Dad. She had to whisper to your she friend. She whispered to my friend, and she said, Oh no. She said, You're going to have to tell her. And all I remember is, I said to that girl, I said, listen, I said, um, don't come over here <laughs> and say anything about you ain't got <laughs> no macaroni 
and cheese. Oh my god, this poor girl. So then she walked back to the kitchen. Five minutes later, she come out. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) We don't have any macaroni and cheese. And I remember everything went Nothing. Everything. (laughs) 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 And I said... I was screaming so loud the DJ had to turn the music up. <laughs> and it was six of us in there. He was already drowning us out. And I remember I said, what the fuck do you mean you ain't got no motherfucking macaroni and cheese, bitch? <laughs> and I remember my friend's friend put her hands on me. I said, get the fuck off me. Get the fuck off me. <laughs> And there was a couple over there having a dinner, romantic dinner. I said, fuck that! (laughs) Fuck that! (laughs) Fuck that! Bitch! (laughs) Bitch! I fucking called you, bitch! And I said, don't tell me there ain't no motherfucking macaroni. Bitch, I put a reservation on the motherfucking macaroni and cheese. Bitch! (laughs) You don't come over here and tell me, bitch. You ain't got no motherfucking macaroni cheese, and I wait here, fuck, fuck, and I lifted up the table, and I was down all that shit, and I walked up and down, and I cut a girl, get off me, bitch! I'm fighting the bitches. Fuck you, fuck this bitch, fuck you. What was fuck the, you. what was the reason for them not having macaroni and cheese? They had them when we walked in the motherfucking place. Come find out. She knew that. Tell me, tell me you screamed my name is macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I told her, I said I put her name on the macaroni so and they, cheese. So did you say, bitch, there. my name is macaroni I and cheese? I said, you deserve our ass with <laughs> And then security came over. And security going to come over and talk about, well, you got to leave and this and that. I said, fuck leaving. Fuck leaving. I ain't leaving this motherfucker without macaroni and motherfucking cheese, bitch. Because I came here. I called you. I sat here for 40 fucking minutes. Somebody better make some motherfucking macaroni and motherfucking cheese. Because I ain't going a motherfucking place. And? When did you show your ass? <laughs> You think it's taking it literal. This is all ass showing. <laughs> and security. I was hoping me it was out. literal. They walked me out, and then my girls go sit there. And they go keep well, cause she upset because she didn't handle me. I said, "Don't explain. She done fucked it. Let's get in here. Let's get the fuck out of here." And the guy gonna tell me, "You got to pay for your drink." Ooh. And then the second coming of Christ <laughs> happened <laughs> because I, he. Tried to put his hands on me, telling me I'm not going nowhere because I didn't pay for my drink. I said, and then they tried to charge us for the food, too, that was coming out. Oh, no. Yes, they did. They tried to charge me. You ordered all this food and blah, blah, blah. All what food, bitch? I just got chicken and no macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I said, <laughs> about they've been back there cooking and toiling. It and don't that. take 40 minutes to cook I no, mac- no fried chicken. Said, now. I said, now here's where... You got to pick your friends wisely. (laughs) 
Now, you know, you, you, oh, I wasn't driving, unfortunately, and I didn't have the keys of the car. So as this guy's charging after me to try to now get money from me on a drink, I walk to the car and I'm trying to get in the car, but the car locked. And my dumbass friend is across the street arguing with them. I said, bitch, open the door. Let's just go. Why are you sitting there? You can wait for the cops to come and the cops coming. It wasn't until the man came next to me and I think she didn't, something in her mind said, let me open up the door. And then I was able to open up the door and get in the car. And I said, come on, let's get the fuck out of here. Now, here's the funny part. (laughs) (laughs) I hear about this incident. About a month later, somebody was talking about, because they do comedy at this spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I didn't put two and two together. That was the same spot. Yeah. Because Dave Lester used to run around. I don't think it was Dave Lester. Somebody told me, they said, yo, it was a big catastrophe at this spot. Some woman came up there <laughs> arguing and fighting people over macaroni and cheese. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> I said, yo, I had the same shit go down at some spot. I said, what's up with these people with macaroni and cheese? And they come to find out that was the same spot. So I went, so needless to say, I can't go back there no more. And I think they closed down, didn't they? No, they just, they renovated. I think they're still up. I think What place is this? The five spot. The five spot. The five spot It's out in Brooklyn. And, and. Do you eat tofu, Rosalind? Yeah. You do? Yeah. I don't really eat tofu like that. I feel like. You know what? I've been having a lot of problems with customer service lady. Not, like, like, you first, live in New York. There is no such thing. Well, here's the thing. Like, that's dumb, right? She's a dumb bitch. And I felt bad for her because I'm sure she probably did think there was macaroni and cheese because she's not in the kitchen like that. But right. my thing is, do your job. If, and someone's, say, if, yeah. if someone is calling been, you. Right, if that had been me, I would have been like, listen, I don't, I don't know who back there in the kitchen, but we got this woman. She really was. Is there macaroni and cheese? Like, I feel like people don't. If you ask somebody something, they just, yes, 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 instead of really investigating and seeing if this is something that they actually have, yeah. they just dismiss. Like, I, I was... Um, like, it's on the menu, so we'll say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, we really don't, we can't accommodate, or you don't, as a customer, don't tell me that you don't have something and then be shocked that I'm upset yeah. that you don't have something. Yeah. Or you're not, like... um. I was on Delta over the past weekend, and this is no disrespect to Delta because I can't, I'm, I can't afford to go up against any brands right now. <laughs> but let's just say this. I bought the even more comfort seat because, you know, I'm a plus size bitch. Even more comfort seat is $50 extra on right. top of whatever you pay more for that seat anyway, but it's an additional 50 even though that seat is more than any of the seats regardless other than first class. Right. So they put me on an early morning flight. I, I had an early morning flight, but the flight that I had, they said, well, we moving everybody to this flight now because we don't think your flight's going to make it. And I was asked, I was like, well, what do you, what do you mean the flight's not going to make it? I don't understand. Well, this seemed like it's some type of problem. Really, it was probably no problem. They just want to get every all their more bang for their buck so they can get more people on this flight and cancel that other flight and save money, they will. Right. So when I get on this other flight, which is an earlier flight, I said, um, why this uh, the flight they were trying to push me? Oh, that's what it was. The flight that I was going to get on, that plane had been sitting there for three hours. And I said to them, I said, why was this, why is this plane being delayed? Why was it delayed for three hours? I'm about to get on this plane. Oh, it was engine failure. And I said, oh, well, had they tested it? Like, and a woman going to say to me, um, yeah. Like, like, I don't have the right to ask you questions about a motherfucking plane you just said had motherfucking in cause bitch guess what's important to this motherfucking plane a motherfucking engine <laughs> okay 
the plane's still gonna uh, take off. But if the motherfucking engine don't motherfucking work, bitch, the plane will take off. So then I said, I said, well, why? I said, you said like that. So I'm just concerned. So the other flight comes. Was well, we're not gonna, we're not gonna fly if the plane's like. I said, no. Well, that I understand. Thank you for saying that. I said, but I don't, I don't say. Well, her attitude is with me that I'm asking her about whether the engine mm-hmm. or whatever work. So then I get on the plane, whatever's fine. I talked to the pilot, everything. He was cool, whatever. He was like, oh, everything is good, blah, blah. Now I'm two hours early for my next flight, and I really need to be there earlier anyway. So I'm trying to get on another flight. Now you've put, you've put me on an earlier flight because you told me that you're going to cancel my other flight for whatever reason, some premonition that the flight's not going to work. Now I'm there two hours earlier. Now all I want to do is get on an earlier flight so I can just get to where I am. Yeah. I guess the woman, I said, you know, can I uh, get another? Well, I don't, I, I don't, what, what's your, what, what's your, your seat? And I'm like thinking to myself, as I, I said, I don't have a seat on this plane, mm-hmm. but can you see what my, like, why don't, you have a computer in front of you. Why are you fucking asking me questions instead of just putting my name into the computer? No, they don't want to do that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They don't do that. So I said, I said, well, ma'am, I said, well, I'm on an even more uh, comfort seat. And she's, well, I can get you an even more comfort seat, but it's going to be $50 for you to change the ticket. I said, well, why is it fifty dollars for me to change a ticket when you already at, paid? For when it. I already paid for the ticket, and I'm just here earlier because not for my own. You guys were canceling my other flight, yeah. so I had to get on this flight. Now you stand by. Why? Why am I in a situation where I got a hassle from you just to get on this flight and you have a seat? Well, it's be fifty dollars extra. I said, well, if it's, I said, well, why is it fifty dollars? Okay, so okay, in the event it's fifty dollars extra, I get it, and I, I have money to give you fifty dollars, but I'm just going to give you fifty dollars. Let me just say, I already paid fifty dollars extra mm-hmm. for the seat in the beginning, so why can't you just give me the seat? I already paid that fifty dollars. So now I'm paying a hundred dollars more. For the seat, because now I gotta give you 50, because I'm making the changes that you act like I'm making on my own and not taking any responsibility that you as an airline make changes that now mean I have to make changes. Mm-hmm. Did you end up paying for that? No, what happened was I got into an aggressive argument with this white man. You was on the phone with me then because the guy <laughs> told me I walked, he goes about, he stepped in front of me going slow and he saw me moving fast. And he goes, Are we gonna have a problem, gal? Oh my God. And I'm telling you, I told Chloe knew. Remember, I had to hang up on you. I yeah. said, oh, I said, no, 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 hold on a second, because I didn't want to hear. I said, no, 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 no. You don't do this to me. No, 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 no. I know we in the Atlanta airport, and I know, sir, that all the niggas you've ever encountered here in fucking Atlanta think the white man is the damn shit and still think it's Django time, but I'm from the North. And my name is Mac and Cheese, and I don't... <laughs> my name is Mac and Cheese. And my name is Mac and Cheese, and I don't... <laughs> Have Holy y'all ever had any bad customer service? Um... I've had it, but I don't get riled up like how you do. Like how I, do you get? No, you don't get riled up, but you get you get uppity black bitch indignant. I've seen her. You know what the thing, thing about Chloe is? What? Chloe, you get so indignant sometimes. You make me become a nice person. You've been somebody that they they so. Oh, you got to go. Oh, I'm so 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 so. No, no, I'm sorry. So I'm so sorry. Yeah. Chloe is like this. Rem- every time we go out and somebody don't have your shit, you go. No, no, no. Just go do that. And she tells people what to do. Go, go over there. Get that. No, get no. Bring that here. Put that down here. And I have to go to people and go. Oh no, I'm. Uh, hi, thank you so much, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you do she does it. You have, you get real. But I get my bitch. shit done though. Yeah, but, but she like gets all CEO. She yeah. does. Yeah. She'll tell somebody in a heartbeat. At least I I have. Two 
two extremes. I get really nasty. No, and but I get you, really but nice. you stand there dumbfounded for a minute and be like, "What the hell is going on?" See, I watch. See, you don't watch people until they fuck up. I watch people from the beginning, so I see when they're about to fuck up, so I can intercede. You stand there, you're not paying attention, <laughs> and then the shit come back fucked up. You're like, "How the fuck did this happen?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, I saw when that person did the wrong thing." I think I'm like more on the on Yams. Mm-hmm. Uh, wavelength with that shit i'm i'm like a little more it it doesn't happen often but like i'll lose my fucking mind it's always in cabs what happens when rosebuds what does it look like i want to know what it looks like when you i can't imagine you losing your shit if you don't know if you don't know rosebud it's a a petite woman how tall are you rosebud five three yeah petite tiny yeah wafy yeah wafy yeah i guess so um i i just like I'll scream to the, I'll, I'll just, I, I don't remember what happens. Like mm-hmm. I'll black, I, I black out and go into a rage and then get out and get out of it. And uh, if anyone saw, like saw me do it, <laughs> I just start crying. Like I'll, I'll just I'll start crying immediately. And I'm like. Because you're so embarrassed. Because I'm so, because I'm like upset that I that they that, that they let made me go there. You know what I mean? Like I get very upset that I went there and that that person because it always feels like that person won. Like over Thanksgiving mm-hmm. with my sister, my sister drove me out off the fucking end of the earth. I just like mentally snapped. I just started. Um, I started saying things about her that were just. I was like, the only reason you moved to London is so that you can be an interesting person. There's nothing. I just like, I just started saying all the shit, everything, every area aspect of her life. I just ripped to shreds from like the psychological. But was she, was she upset? Not what she said. She was so upset. And then the next day she was like, although she goes, I have to give it to you. Like what you said about me moving to London was like really spot on. She was like, I'm absolutely moving there so that I can be an interesting person. (laughs) And then, but I was being mean. Like I was like, get, on um because i'll i'll throw punches so like mm-hmm. i was like this i'm not gonna throw a punch over thanksgiving that was like my goal like was, you like, fit like you fit literally throw punches yeah so i was like <laughs> i was like i'm not gonna hit anyone over thanksgiving you hit your family yeah oh yeah it's all women so we hit each other all the time <laughs> i can't it's really violent i think you only get away with hitting women because you're tiny like i'm six one and i can't oh be like God, i no. hit people That's, at thanksgiving you know what i am the only sister that does it and i'm the only one that like looks like my mom smoked in the womb you know what i mean like <laughs> they're all really tall and really? i i'm like really short and oh, so yeah that you get away so it was like oh rosebud's acting up again right like they'll but they'll do it. it it was like she was pushing me there like she wanted me to go there and, uh-huh. she, and so she came in she was like is that my computer and i was like no and i'm in the middle of sending an article i have a deadline i'm like nope it's my computer it's got my images on it whatever she just slams my computer down to look at the top of it and i just I fucking right. snapped. Right, right, I right. stood up and was like, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of this room. I was like, I'm going to hit you. I, I was like, I don't want to hit you. And she started She started looking at me and smiling. And she goes, you're crazy. And she was smiling. And I was like, you she, fucked you crazy. up. I was she like, you're so fucked up. I was like, you want this. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, you want this. And I just like lost it. So then she's like. She's waiting in the other side of the room. I called my best friend. I started just shitting on her, like on my on my little sister, yeah. just shitting on every part of her life. I was like, I was like, her friends are stupid. Her, her I was like, <laughs> everything about her is dumb. Like she, like I went back to middle school. I was like, she had Paris Hilton fucking posters on her wall. She has no fucking brain in her head. I literally just went nuts. 
And she's sitting on the other side of the doorway. All of a sudden, I hear my mom come home, and I hear what I've been saying being repeated to my mother from the other side of the door. And I was like, was this psycho just listening and taking notes <laughs> on the shit talking that I was doing about her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is wrong with her yeah. that she wants to is hear she the ba- this shit? She's the baby? No, she's a middle child. Oh, well, yeah. And she's like, so she's just losing it and... uh and, like, I started going on Instagram and posting pictures of farm animals and, like, tagging her and just, like, <laughs> just doing <laughs> just awful shit. You know what I mean? That's what it is to have a sister? I'm so glad I don't have any sisters. Oh, my God. It's so – I have four. But it's also awesome at the same time. It's really weird. It's I like this. I have two half-sisters that – I have three half-sisters. One, may she rest in peace. That she, I found out that I'm a, I'm an aunt again, and I don't know oh. what they were going to tell me. <laughs> um, that's how you know your family don't really give a fuck about you. Yeah, they don't. I I said my my father was calling me, calling me for days, and he said, "Oh, uh, Tiana had a baby. The baby she had a baby uh, day before my birthday." Oh, she already uh, had the baby. Yeah, she had a baby. <laughs> and then I saw so I text. I said, "Oh my god, I, I'm so sorry, but out the loop. I've been busy. I'm so sorry. I didn't know you had a baby. I didn't know you had a baby." She goes, "Yeah, me and the baby watch you every morning." I was like, "Oh, you and the baby watch me every morning." Could, could, you could, have the, could the baby maybe have texted me and told me the baby was here? <laughs> your, so your sister has your number. She just didn't tell you. Just didn't tell me. But you know what? It might be good that she didn't tell you because I feel like either family lets you have your space or they want to be all up in your life. So you, you're fortunate that she's not hitting you up like, you got a new niece and nephew. You better send some good gifts. You know I what think I'm my family misunderstands yeah. that sometimes I've always been the antisocial one. I'm just antisocial in general. And I think that they take it personal that I'm not always around them. But they have to understand what we do doesn't give a lot of time for social. Yeah. So when, when I go home, I don't have time to see everyone. I see my grandparents because they are not doing well you right know, and they're getting older right um i don't know you know it, it's nothing personal it's not like i'm hanging out with everybody other than them i just yeah it's like a gesture been... of respect more than like me wanting to do it out of my heart absolutely if i was to get married i would have my sisters there even though we're not around each other all the time and if and i would, would want they them to be, be a part of my party? wedding i would i don't think they would want the same from me but i would be i would want them to be my wedding i would want them to be around when I had children right you know but it's it's hard to explain those type of things even to my intimate family they don't you know get it sometimes that I'm just not available yeah um but I understand I I mean I think families fight a lot yeah and I think like you know you know, my family, we've, we've had some bomb burners, but yeah. we also are very fiercely protective of one. So we can fight each other all the time. Exactly. But can't nobody else fight. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Us, it's a problem. Exactly. If somebody else had said that about my sister, I would murder them. Yeah. Like, I, you know, it's just like, I can't, um, it's one of those things where it's, we fight that much because we love each other. But, you know, going back to your question about like, if how I lose my shit, like yeah. it's, it's the same. I do the same thing. With perfect strangers, like I, because I'm a very intuitive person, so I can see things about people that ne- aren't necessarily like out there. Mm-hmm. So I'll go for that. Like I'll go for the place that I know it will hurt. I do that too, but I don't realize I do it until somebody's like, "You're so mean," and I was like, "Damn, am I mean?" Yeah, yeah, Reggie, get on the mic real quick, uh, ladies and gentlemen. There's a story I've been very intrigued about this whole time before we get into the Mansat report. Um, Rosebud had a job interview today. 
Get oh, on yeah. the mic, Reggie. And she was interviewing. She no, he just <laughs> no, doesn't he... want to tell his business. She was interviewing and probably will get the job because she's a white angel. Can, <laughs> uh, can you can you tell us how this all stood? Take it away, y'all. This is y'all time because I I want I really want to know what the fuck happened. And I love how you stand on the mic like you on the Oprah Winfrey show asking a question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oprah. Uh, <laughs> no, Go ahead, sir. Uh, so I got fired. <laughs> and uh, Rosebud's in. That's my time. Oh, <laughs> no. What okay. How did Rosebud wind up finding out that y'all had a damn job? How did you get fired well, in the first place? I got fired because I'm a great worker. And, uh, no, they they, you handle, got fired because they realized they you were They couldn't handle my realness. And you autistic no, yourself. It was, it was time for me to go anyway. They fired me twice. <laughs> they fired <laughs> you twice? Yeah, they, no, brought, you they fired me time? one time. And then they brought me back because they knew they were wrong. That's how firing twice goes. It means you and went and came back. And I came back. And then they just had it out for me. And, you know, as I was there for two years. So as it went on, I just became a shittier worker. From day one. Well, you uh-huh. don't say that on the mic because you're trying to get unemployment. You better tell the niggas you're doing the best thing you could. Yeah, I was doing the best thing. You I was could. up there changing diapers Chris, and cut shit. That out. I mean, it's yeah, well, it is a tough job. But our good friend Menuhin works there. I I got him in there when he when when we first moved. So here. you ain't nothing but the HR recruiter for this damn job, and you got fired. I got two people in there. And Did they give you a they bonus? Menuhin and they one guy left. And now Rosebud's in there. But well, I, didn't get did, I didn't get Rosebud. You tell the worst story. I don't know. How did you wind up? How did this all come about? Because he can't get to it. So I quit my job. I've been a nanny for three years. I quit my day job three months ago. Um, wow, you got tired of the kids? I got tired of nannying. I, I've just like I got a freelance writing gig, and uh-huh. I was like, I'm just gonna work as a freelancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it was like a stupid decision because I was like, oh, I can make this work. I've you know, I've never done freelance before, but I can make this work, and I don't have enough experience to fucking yeah. <laughs> but whatever, I just like I, it was a dumb lesson. No, that needed no, it's to be not. Learned. You stepped out on faith, and then yeah. faith will carry you. Don't worry about it. So. I, and I've gotten some stuff. That's what like I'm I've gotten right some now, stuff published. But I go out. I go out. <laughs> I don't there. know if faith is that strong to carry all that weight. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Reggie. Um, so I go. So I hear that Reggie gets fired. And the whole I'm, comedy community heard I got fired. I heard you got fired, and I was like, "Oh shit, are they looking?" And uh, mind so, you, you, you two are friends. Oh wait a minute, yeah. you heard he got fired. And I was and like, "Did you ask him? or Did you just go to his job and say?" Well, I, I went to Menuhin because got- Menuhin was yeah, like, Menuhin, "We were on the podcast." Menuhin yeah. was like, "Oh, well, Reggie got fired." And I was like, "Oh shit, are they hiring?" <laughs> and uh, and Menuhin was like, "Yeah, probably." So thanks for the opening they're, again. They're, they're and so this is what I love about staff. Rosebud. Rosebud, you know what? We every now and then we'll have isms. We'll go. This is a blackism and this is a whiteism. <laughs> That is the whitest thing I've ever heard. Because that's what white people do. They go, oh, that nigga lost his job. Go fuck. Go that's get that. That's white people. That's everybody. I'm no, niggas, niggas, no. If niggas is no, no, you lost your job, nigga. Niggas won't tell you that they applied for your job. Right. Yeah, they yeah, will yeah. let you find out like, oh, damn, I didn't know you was you worked uh-huh. there too. Oh, you but a white too? person says, thank you for fucking up. <laughs> so I can have a job. White I'm people so, go, I'm no, kinda... black people don't go into the job opening. We don't We don't go up there to the job where we go, damn, that nigga lost his job. We better get our money from him before the shit start drying up. Why do you go, there's a job available? I would have never in my life thought when you got fired 
that there was a job opening. Yeah. Because number one, I know you, first of all, you need to think better of yourself than you thought you were on the same skill assessments as this nigga. Because what type of job? This was a point, it, listen, I cannot, I was like 15 days late on the rent. I heard you lost your job. I was like, I need a fucking job now. Yeah, and I don't take it, you know, you need a job. Um, I did it's, it for two I years. I got fired, I was like, that's a guarantee. I yeah. can get that job. Of that's course. A, that's a blessing because, in disguise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it is a curse for you. It's a curse for me, it's but I'm a, walking out on faith. <laughs> <laughs> so how did your job interview go, Rosebud? Well, okay. I don't tell them you knew him. I didn't tell them that. Yeah, don't tell them that. I tell everybody, don't tell them that. shit about you. Fuck them all, yo. She did mention you. She was like, yeah, we did have some guys that were here who did comedy also. And I was like, oh, really? Oh, shit. You told them you did comedy? Don't tell them you do comedy. Oh, they know. They know then. But she heard from Menuhin. She knew that. Cause men, she knew Manuin does comedy. Yeah, well, she, she whatever she it doesn't knows. matter. I'm waiting for all of them to come to a comedy. Well, they're not going to they, they the not going to critique out. her the same way because there's a different uh, white person interview that's different from niggas. So niggas they ask us questions like, so, um, <laughs> Yam, I need you to stop peeling your hands. Yeah, I mean, they interviewed me just as much, just like they interviewed Yum, the white people. Nigga, don't, don't step up high on them and they don't find your ass. Yum, Look, please like, stop. I'm just saying. No, but it's people. I got, no, I got hired from a whole off. different person. All right, so Reggie, uh, wait a minute. So you got you're walking so you got, out on faith. <laughs> Rosebud, I hope you get the job so you can pay your rent on time. Because, I, I, I mean, you can't be in an interracial relationship and you're not holding your white weight. Oh, oh that's what I meant to say. That's what I meant to say. Rosebud, let's take before... We got to do the master report, but hold on a second before we, before we do this. Now, I get a lot of flack on this show from not liking black and white relationships from this wombat over here. Because... What I've said in the past is I can't stand when niggas disrespect black women and get with a white woman and they have no respect for who they are as black men. Sometimes yeah. that happens and sometimes it doesn't. See, I don't, I don't think it's that at all. So for me, because I think it, it wasn't you I got challenged over, but it was somebody, who are you challenging? you like, I can't believe you're friends with that person. I said, because you don't understand it's the nigga that has the nigga syndrome that I can't stand in a situation and I love seating to death. But was it? I don't, was I don't it, think it was who me. Who were you talking about? Was you me. was like, oh, because all of a sudden you you friends with somebody in a, no. in a relationship, relationship. I was like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? No, that was. Oh me. no, because my friend who just had twins. It wasn't me. I never had. Who was it? It was you. It wasn't Chris. Me. Wasn't it her? We just had this conversation like two months ago. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, if you listen to the podcast all the time, which according to Chloe, nobody does, but I know that you do, please reference the uh, <laughs> what episode I'm talking about. Okay, I don't remember this, but how have you been with black men before? Yeah, yeah. Is that your thing? No. Have you been with white men? Yeah. Is there any difference in the bedroom? Yes. Big time. Yes. No, because we we might have to dip out, and so we <laughs> absolutely is it. Well, okay, white men, the way white men fuck is all like folk music and eye contact. It's just, it's a different, it's a different rhythm. It is just the most, yeah. I can't. It's it a different is. rhythm. Black people have I an love innate eye rhythm. Contact, though. It's, it's like, but it's a different kind of, it's an invasive kind of eye contact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's too much. It's like a white privilege. It's like, like stop no, looking like in my soul. Like, yeah. it's, it's, you're not invited there. You know what I mean? Um, is it any rhythm? Is it any like mm, mm, no? It's, no. it's like slow and um. it's very like ah, uh, I don't. It's not. Uh, it's like fluid. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what I mean. Black yeah. guys, they'll fuck you like athletically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna miss that the most. Reggie, nobody's talking about you. You can sit down. 
Why are you fucking a white guy right now? I might have to go down that road. <laughs> I might have to go down that road. But the thing, the thing is, for me, I have to get used to, like, you remember the first time you saw a black penis? Yeah. And did your what, mouth what did you, open? No, did what did you see first? A black penis or a white penis? Wait, like, no, wait, wait, no, because like, this is a, it. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you see first? Did you see a black penis first or a white penis? White penis. You saw a white penis. And do you remember when you first saw a black penis? What, like the difference like because to me it's like i've seen white penis in porn but i don't know about seeing a white penis up close because it's so pink. it's kind of a different color it's pink yeah and i'm and i just got you because i couldn't stand a black penis when i first saw it but i got used to it right yeah so i'm used to like maybe the shaft is like two different colors and the dog balls are darker than the thing and there's a certain musk that's there and i got to get used to a different musk and yes. a different yes. color she was get. so specific. No, I know me. I'm like, She's I, so I don't, specific. I don't want to be like, eh. like I'm used to black dick. Yeah, yeah. It's well, I mean, you just get. I guess you just adjust, right? I mean, yeah. it's what it is. What it is. You, you, if you're gonna fuck a white guy, you're gonna fuck a white dick. Is it? There, there's a certain <laughs> like with black guys is that midnight musk. You know what I mean? Like there's a little uh, fragrance. Of like peanut oil and peanut oil. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> are you, you talking about, Skippy? <laughs> <laughs> what peanut butter and jelly ball, nigga? You got in your bed, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, peanut oil? They don't even make peanut oil. You don't die for peanut musk. oil. <laughs> Penis killing motherfuckers out here. They ain't nobody putting peanut oil on their dick. Midnight musk. You sucking peanut dick, your whole shit swole up. You gotta get rushed to the hospital like Hitch. (laughs) (laughs) I was sucking peanut dick. I'm gonna die, but it was the best duck sticking I ever did. Get the fuck out of here. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. I think it's time for the Manset Report. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Manset Report. Thank you very much. Uh, this is kind of a weird. <laughs> hold on, Yams left. This is a weird transition, I guess. Yes. But there was probably no way. No, to there's no way to get around it. it. Yeah. Uh, Doctor George Church, who's a molecular biologist at Harvard University, estimates that a variation of the first new woolly mammoth, which went extinct four thousand years ago, could be back on Earth uh, within seven years. Seven years. In seven yeah. years. He there. He here now. Look at Chloe. He was. That's kind of. Wait, Chloe wait, the woolly so, mammoth is where, where is it, where is it gonna spawn she from she's on top of Chloe's head right now what the fuck they need seven years uh, well they're trying to I mean they're trying to bring it back like in the lab and then they're gonna have it like go out why the fuck would they try to bring back a woolly mammoth have which you is huge big, which is way huge. bigger than elephants right Ten yes times. it's uh it's a good question why they're trying to bring it back they, they try to get rid of niggas shut up <laughs> black lives matter first it was the cops killing us who you think the woolly mammoth's gonna kill us who they get here niggas <laughs> smell like peanut oil <laughs> fuck you ain't gonna eat kill them <laughs> part of the reason why they want to bring it back is because they this guy thinks and a lot of people think that it could actually help reverse some of the effects of climate change how because of the way that they graze and because of the uh, different he, things that they do to dying. certain environments <laughs> Oh, they feel like they the, oh, if they bring shit. the woolly mammoth back. It might be able to kind of mitigate uh, some of the factors because it lowers like soil temperatures. See what I told you? Hmm. All of it to kill niggas. They bringing it back to get rid of shit. Niggas is on the top of the list. She's I crazy. Can't. I can't. I can't. You think the woolly mammoth? You said go have peanut oil balls. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's interesting. That's so. Where are they going to introduce it? What climate are they going to introduce it into? <laughs> That's definitely got to be the title. I have way more questions. <laughs> well, they're thinking about bringing it back to like the tundra area of like the Arctic because that's where most of like the rest of the carbon is basically trapped under the ice. Oh my god! So if that gets out, it's going to expedite <laughs> oh the god, climate good. change problem. So if they get it there, maybe it could help mitigate. Oh, that's interesting. I'm all yeah. for it. Completely checked out of here. I thought the name of the show should be "My Name Is Macaroni and Cheese." <laughs> I I do too, but we got to we got to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I what can... else? You you were like you had a list uh, going of things we talked about today. No, no the smell of the smells. She like peanut oil was the first one. Midnight Musk. Right? You said Midnight, midnight Musk. There's like a. <laughs> I can't. You know, there's a little bit of a. You ever you ever um smelt the sweat underneath your breasts? Good night, y'all. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm out. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> I do have to go, but I definitely got to go. Oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Rosebud, tell them where they can find you, Rosebud. You can find me um, this uh, this Tuesday. Well, I guess yeah. it's coming out. No, it'll come out next week. Are we going to put this one this week or next week? No, the 30th. Oh, just check my Twitter at uh, Rosebud Baker. And that Are usually has my shows. And my podcast, yes. uh, Netflix Campfire, which is on SoundCloud. Um, and it'll be on iTunes soon. We gotta okay. figure that out. And we definitely gonna have you back, Roosevelt. You were so fun. This was fun. Oh my Thank god, you. this was we had a great time. <laughs> you can check Chloe Hilliard out at everything. Chloe underscore Hilliard on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, me, everything at Yamanika. Chris. Uh, you guys can check out the mandatory Samson podcast every Friday and um, at Mansamp on Twitter. And you can find Reggie Conquest at the unemployment line on 125th Street. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We love you.